Okay, or hey everybody, <laughs> welcome to the third episode of the Wooden Cubes and Iron Soldiers webcast. Uh, this must be our 21st or so total podcast between the two of us. I'm here with my friend Lance Meister. Lance, how you doing? I'm doing well, Joel Eady, is it? Joel Eady? Eady? I got your name right. <laughs> we got anybody tuned in here? You're the, you're the, you're the master. Do we oh, there's a couple people tuned in. I was just about to post, hey, we're live to Twitter and the universe, but uh, there's a few oh. folks on here already. Let's see. I don't, I don't know if I can see their names and stuff, though. That's not usually how that works. Oh, really? It says, like, there's three watching now, or four. Four watching thought, now. Well, well hey, ask, ask one of those people to post a question quick. Yeah. Are, are you here? Are you alive? Are you watching? If you are, let us know. Usually it, it takes a few minutes for people to trickle on. Gotcha. Well, anyway, tabletop day. Yes, sir. Yay. Hooray, tabletop day. So uh, my tabletop day was at my local game store, Paradox Comics and Cards. Um, I got to, I ran a couple of tables teaching board games to people. It was pretty awesome. We got in a lot of stuff. Um, I played Kingsburg for the first time in well over a year, which I enjoyed. Nice. Uh, then uh, played a few games of Machikoro, uh, and oh, all right. I, yeah, uh, I saw you just posted a review of that actually. I did. Your quick little slam bang seven minute review, not very in depth, but way to go. Anyway. Oh whatever. <laughs> it was eleven minutes. It was eleven. First of all. No, Second uh, of all, it's Machikoro, so don't talk about in depth. <laughs> yeah, is, is it true that they're that's supposedly like one of like the biggest games in Japan right now or something? I yeah, heard you know, I I like the game. I don't quite understand the level of love on it. Like I've read a couple of reviews and stuff since uh, I posted it, and you know, I'm like, what? How is this? It's really cool. I think it needs an expansion. Um. It's very deceptively cool because, like, you know, I don't know, halfway through my first game, I was like, what is this mess? And then, but, like, by the end of that first play, I was like, okay, this is this is actually pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I I seem to think that, like, I don't know. I, I played it a few times, and uh, both times I won, I won just by getting a lot of uh, whatever that number nine is. So when somebody else rolls a nine, you get five coins for each one. I think it's yeah. like a mountain or something. I don't know. I forget what the name is. The restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it just—I mean—that just seemed like well, nine's fairly common, and it's like it seemed like somebody was always rolling nine. I, they managed, they let me get three of them in both games, and so anytime somebody rolled a nine, it was like fifteen coins. And then by the time it rolled over to me, I had enough to buy. Uh-huh. Uh, Something else. So uh, maybe that was just a, um, a situation where people didn't know what to stop me from getting, kind of thing, than anything else. So yeah, yeah, we definitely saw that um, in our games. I think it was the first game we played, and somebody grabbed all the tens, so like the orchards or something. And I wasn't even, you know, into it because I was actually doing really well in that game. I think I got three buildings, and he had none or something, or just the one that lets you roll doubles. Yeah. And then he just like racked up the orchard. He's got like twenty two coins in one turn. And then I was like, uh oh. <laughs> and, and then he just smoked me. Well, I do find it is interesting in that game is like you you, you, know, you people think that you have to ramp up on the four buildings you have to build to win. Like you start right. with the weak ones, you can get two dice and then you move on. And I like both times I won, I didn't even build that, that small one until mm-hmm. 
way into the game. Um, you know, I mean, I just I just let it sit there. I was fine with rolling one die, you know, and I just you know I just let other people roll the dice for me and, and get the stuff. Get out of here, cat. <laughs> just um, no, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's cute. It's cute for what it is. It, and um, I think what that game is, that's like the ultimate like take it with you anywhere game. You know, because all you need is dice and a deck of cards, and uh, it's uh, interesting enough to keep people's interest, I suppose. That yeah. was a dumb sentence. Interesting enough to keep people's interest. <laughs> uh, I played some Russian railroads while I was there. Um, okay. I I've now played that game. I might have played that game into the ground. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that's that's just my rough feeling on it. That's something I'm going to talk about later here in just a little bit. Sure. Um, uh, let's see what else. I played a game of Eldritch Horror, which we got destroyed at, which mm-hmm. is always fun. Um. And uh, once again, I proved to myself that you need to play that game with four and four only, because we even played with five, and it was bogging down too much, like too mm-hmm. much downtime before the, it was your turn, and people were like losing interest, and probably had something to do with the 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 atmosphere too, because people weren't like when I play that game, I want people to kind of get into it and like yeah. use a voice for their character or read this read the thing with a nefarious statement or whatever, and um and people were just picking up the card and they're like blah 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 I gotta test lore and I was just like you know no you gotta read it out yeah. loud you know yeah. tell me what's going on if you know, like the deep one is like doing something or whatever right but they were that was the mentality they they were having so it probably wasn't the best group to play with either because. Yeah, that's no fun. We we kind of have a, a sort of an unwritten rule. If this guy Jonathan plays with us, we're like, okay, give the card to Jonathan, <laughs> let him read it, because oh, he likes okay. to horse around with reading and stuff. But I totally get what you're saying there. You gotta, because I do have the tendency to do that, especially if it gets later in the night, you know, or something, and we're like trying to play it, and I'm like, oh, we gotta, you know, Billy's gotta go in an hour, or not an hour, but you know, twenty minutes. So let's rush it. Well, and the point yeah. of that game, in my opinion, isn't even really to win. It's just to kind exactly. of have the experience of playing the game and have it tell you a story. So if yep. you're not reading the flavor text or whatever or not getting into it, then you're not playing it right technically, I guess, is my opinion. Um, Agree. Let me see here. Uh, God, I, I played like probably 15 different games, and I'm just trying to blank on most of them. My daughter showed up for a few hours, which was really cool. So um, we got some other kids to play like Three Little Pigs, and uh, we played Clack. We played um, oh, what's the other? We played Igloo Pop, and hmm. so Rylan got to teach like other little kids uh, her favorite like. Adult games, I guess, technically games hmm. that aren't. Uh, so that was kind of cool that she got to teach other kids about. Uh, That's fun. Yeah. About those things, yeah. And so, and then you know, I kind of supervised that for a while, and that was kind of cool that other people had brought you know children of that age. Um, I played lots of King of Tokyo, and this is also something that's leading into something else. I probably played the most infuriating game of King of Tokyo that I've ever played in my entire <laughs> life because. <laughs> Okay, okay, and this is, and I'm, I'm totally stepping on toes because you haven't talked about your, uh, your, your tabletop day. So if you want to talk about your tabletop day, go ahead, and then I can, I can go into my like rant here that I was going to complain about. Okay, sure, yeah, because I want to hear this. <laughs> um, let's see, we played uh, Machi Koro, and that was fun. We already talked about that. Um, played Game of Thrones, which was a lot of fun. Mm. So everybody's, Who I think it was you? everybody's first game except for me. Who uh, were you? Who were you? Which I was the uh, oh gosh, the Pikes. Um, 
what's their name? They're they're on the ocean. The, the, you know they they uh, they hate the Starks because the Starks betrayed them. And the I'm battle. gonna I'm gonna hang up on you pretty soon if you don't you don't don't say who it is here. It's the I, can't, I have to get the box and open. They're black. <laughs> I don't remember the name. Joy. Joy. Sorry. Um, and I hadn't actually played them before. Pretty interesting kind of thing. You know, I ended up losing. I was kind of in contention. Everybody was in contention, despite some people's whining <laughs> in the last two <laughs> rounds. They were still in contention. <laughs> but uh, but uh, the uh, the green guys, the Martells, or the, not the Martells, the the Tyrells. They're green, right? Yep. Yeah, the Tyrells, they, they ninja'd it in the 10th round. They got the 7th uh, uh, castle or whatever. And uh, just based on initiative, they had collected so much money, they just bid for turn order, and they took an easy target and had all their cards back, you know. Um, but it was good. It was, it was a fun game. It only took so, us about three hours. That's uh, not bad. Yeah, maybe maybe a little bit more with teaching and stuff, but... Yeah. Did you have a full complement of six players then, or no, just five? Okay, so you didn't have. That's why Tyrell won because they didn't have anybody to the south of them to mess with. Right, and then we about halfway through the game, a Baratheon took the initiative to go down there, and you know I promised Lannister, I'm like, just go south a little bit. There's a nice thing there. I'm just gonna move in here off my island, and please let me just have this because there's those two tasty little fortresses right there. Yep. Yep, and they're like, yep. no, no, they had to attack me, and I beat them back like three times in a row because my combat cards are sick. Yeah. And uh, anyway, they didn't want to listen. <laughs> so, but they, they, the it was not a foregone conclusion that the Tyrells were going to win. We, we kind of caught that, and then, but they ended up did did winning anyway. But it was fun. It was good. It was good stuff. Yeah, I like I like the game's good. Uh, you can only play it like it's one of those games that you can only play like once or twice a year, maybe. It's just it's one of those it's it's an investment game, if you will. Yeah, I don't know. I've I've just recently started playing it, you know. Um, so I'm kind of I haven't got to that point yet, but I could see oh, that. Fair enough. Um, um, let me. See, what else did you play? Let's see. I played uh, let's say Game of Thrones, Machikoro. I played Agricola, creatures big and small, with some of the expansion buildings. Uh, that was fun. I have never played that. Is that any good? I don't have Agricola anymore. Between that one and Caverna, it's like, well, I have Agricola. If I want the farm theme, I'll play creatures big and small in a half an hour. Mm. You know, um, it's fun. It's cool. It's I think you got to have the expansions though, um, because they give you. There's just a ton of buildings, and you just kind of randomly pull four of them. Uh, or you can do eight if you have both expansions. And it just gives you, like, these little special abilities that you can, um, you know, tinker with. Because the game's pretty straightforward. It's a two-player worker placement game that takes half hours. Like, easy. And you have the buildings. that makes it a lot more fun. Uh, I, I, I keep seeing it, and I keep thinking about picking it up, and I just haven't yet. So Maybe try it and get it. Play with your wife, maybe, if, if she's get into that. Or your daughter. Your daughter could play it. I mean, just, you know, take out the expansion buildings because they're kind of, you know, special ability style. And Well, uh, we've been playing, my daughter and I played Ark and Noah here a couple of times, and that's kind of a really low-tech, if you will, uh, worker placement game. It isn't really all that uh, tricky, mm -hmm. so maybe I'll pick that one up too. And yeah. that, one's, that one's just fun because she likes putting the... The animals and the ark and stuff like that. And, oh, okay, I so, think I know that game. Yeah, it just it was like a kind of an Essen release, but now 
Golden Egg Games, uh, that guy who did um, uh, City oh, of Kerez and uh, City Council, and right. now he's publishing like Italian games that like don't have uh, they, they distribute them at least or whatever here in America. Right. So, right. Um, a lot, a lot. That's his name. Yes. A lot Goldstein. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so. Um, well, if you're done, then I'm, I'm going to talk about... Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I play, we played that. You know what we played? Uh, we played Clash of Cultures. That was fun. Um, and, uh, i got to play that again. I haven't played that in probably nine months. Yeah, and I think it had been about not quite that long for me, and we totally biffed a rule and had to like restart the game. It was kind of funny. Nice. Um, that was good, and unfortunately we had to cut that one round short because they were closing the shop. Uh, but it's still fun. And then we played uh, Coconuts. That was the other game I was trying to s- talk about. Have you seen this I, Coconuts game? Never even heard of it. Oh, man. Well, you know how I hate Pooh the card game? Yes. Okay. Which is about monkeys flinging poo at each other. Well, this game is a dexterity game. And it has monkeys that sit like this. I don't know, let me just look at my camera. You sit like this. And they face backwards, and then they fling. Like, you, like, push them like a, a, a catapult, like in crossbows and catapults. Okay. And you get these coconuts that look like these little turds. Nice. And, and you fling them and flick it, and then they go into these cups, and you try to build, like, a little pyramid of cups. You can steal cups from other players. If you fling and hit their cup, you bring it over to your side. And it's just simple, and it's pretty fun. It's awesome, actually. And you can get these little cards to play on people. Like, you can play a card uh, to make you, like, fling it from further back, or you have to do it with your eyes closed, and just crazy stuff like that. We played that a few times. I played that the other day, too. And I think Mayday did a Kickstarter for it, and I should have grabbed it because it was only, like, 30 bucks, basically, to import this. Uh, I think it's Korean. I think it's a Korean game. Kind of like the Click Clack Lumberjack and, you know, those okay, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah. And it's, but they're totally flinging poo. I mean, I'm like, hey, it's poo the board game. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so like, it, it sounds like a drinking game is what it sounds like. Oh, uh, you could. You could totally do a drinking game out of it. If nice. you can get your hands on a copy of it, I I mean. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, it's awesome. It's just right. like just like the word coconuts? Coconuts. That's his name of it. I'm sure that it may even be somewhat available. Let's, let's look it up. Uh, I'm already way ahead of you here. You can pre-order it at Cool Stuff, it looks like. You can pre-order it at Cool Stuff. Yep, even, that's even what it is. Gonna get it in. Oh, let's see, Ryan Metzler reviewed it. Tom Vassell reviewed it. So there's some videos on it. Of course they do. Yeah, curse them in there. Tons of review copies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> curse you! Yeah. So I mean, it's fun. I would recommend it. It's 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 you know it's just it is what it is. But well, there's lots of people uh, selling their copies uh, at outlandish prices on uh, on on BoardGameGeek. So tell me about it. You know that that whole I got to have it now kind of thing. Yeah, I would. I'm not paying any for that. Yeah, it's supposed to be released in April or May of 2014. Hmm. So that's not so bad, right? Yeah, maybe I'll uh, pick it up. Uh, we tend to like the dexterity games. Like we have like four or five copies of that. Uh, what's the airplane game? Loop and Louie. 
floating around the group, so we're always playing stuff like that. Yeah, I love the Loop and Louie. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's a fun game. So, well, okay, well, so, now, Tokyo. King of Tokyo. Well, and this is this is going to be fairly long, so I apologize uh, in in. In, in preparation, oh. and I'm not going to mention any names. Uh, not that I think that the people might in question would, uh, would hear chair. what I have to say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. And this is this is this kind of goes to. Um, I have a lot of like belief in the unwritten rule. Are people even listening? Are we just talking to each other at this point? Are you? Oh yeah, that? there's uh, just check. There's about well, there was 15 people online. Now there's 13. I think they're oh. King of Tokyo, and two of them were like, "I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, no. So, so, okay, so, um, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna mention names because these people I, I actually see on a fairly regular basis. But okay, so we sit down and we start playing. Uh, hey, you just blanked out on me. Hmm. You still there? That's yeah, great. I'm here. All right, maybe it's just yeah, my uh, camera's showing off. What's your wrong with your camera? <laughs> oh, there it is. I'm back. Okay, there you, you go. Yeah, I see you now. Okay. Uh, okay, so, so there are people that the people play games a certain way, and they play games another way. And like, I'm just gonna just like I, I was referring to Russian railroads earlier. So, mm-hmm. I've played Russian railroads probably ten times, a dozen times at this point, and it's just it it I I really this is this kind of goes towards my my thought process on playing games. At a certain point, like a strategy game like Russian Railroads, you you kind of lose any um, mystery about the game. I mean, you just kind of know how the flow of the game is going to work. It's like, and and, sure. and the strategies become really apparent. And a lot of people really like that point of the game. They like that enjoyment where, you know, it's like, oh, okay, well now I can try to better what I did the last time, or I can try to improve upon what I've done in the past. I at that point, the game kind of gets boring for me. It's just like, okay, well I've been here, I've done this. And, you know, and and I like the exposition of the game, like kind of like the whole like, oh, okay, I'm presenting you these these cool little intriguing problems and things like that that are, that are going on, and that's what mm-hmm. I enjoy. And so, Russian Railroads is is kind of reached that point for me, and it's just like, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to do industry this turn? Am I going to like try to pull, win with the uh, second one or what have you? I think you cut right. out on me again, there, guy. Right. What's wrong with your stuff? Fix your stuff. I don't know. Hit it. Weird. Weird, indeed. Well, that's fine. Oh, keep that's talking. Fine. I will. So anyway, so so that leads into this process. I was playing Kingsburg, and there's this there's this gentleman that I play a lot of games with, and he is a, a dear friend of mine. I enjoy him. I enjoy his wife a great deal. Um, you know, they're they're good people. But he is a uh, he's the guy that'll play a game with me, and then I'll beat him. And then he'll go home and he'll read every strategy article about that game <laughs> over the course of the next two weeks before I see him again. And then when we meet again, he'll trounce me by like 70 points. And he'll say, oh, yeah, I read up on all these different things and all these different reviews and, and how to how to handle each one of these different situations and how to how to process all this, and that's how I won. You know? And I'm like, um, okay, you know? And it's just kind of like... and that's But that's the way he enjoys it. I mean, that he enjoys, like squeezing every little tiny bit of, like, points that he can out of a game or, or, like, defeating him. And so, like, when he was playing Kingsburg, you know, it's like, I, there here's a game I hadn't played in literally, like I said, a year or, or more. And, like, he said that's, like, one of his favorite games. And he was, like, 
really an, kind of annoyed that like he ended up winning, but only because he had more buildings than I did. We, he and I tied for points at the end, and and then he was like, you know, the only reason like it was that close, he said, it was because I didn't get good dice rolls, and I was just like, well, whatever, you know, just like it, it was, it was fun. I had fun trying not to ruin it. So I, we go over and. And we were sitting there and we were playing King of Tokyo. And as we're playing King of Tokyo, we're playing with one way too many people. I mean, we're playing, I know it can handle like up to eight or whatever. And like with the expansions, you can have even more people. And so I went into it and I was like, okay, let's just have fun playing King of Tokyo. I'll these roll these dice and I'll play my, you know, and we're playing with the, the, the expansions. We're playing with both the Halloween expansion and the, uh, the Power Up expansion, which really, if you're going to play, you have to play with the Power Up expansion. I mean, you, the, you can't play that game without that. And so we're playing it and we're having a good time. Right. But it's like, but he, this, this same gentleman, was using, like, he was basically telling everybody else it's like, oh, he's in he's in Tokyo. You gotta get him. You gotta get him. You know, just like you know. But but he had no interest in going up there because he knew with like, and I knew that with this few people or this many people, like going up there was kind of pointless. What you wanted to do was, you know, because nobody was gonna. It was never gonna get all the way around to 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 the person that yeah. that be, you know because and, and so they could actually roll and do damage to everyone. That just wasn't going to happen. So. So what he was doing was he was just rolling for points every turn. That's all he was doing. Rolling for points and rolling for energy so he can get abilities and what have you. And like he was rerolling all of his claws and he like, you know, and and so then like, you know, and it was just like and at one point finally like I, I you know, I was just getting annoyed because he was doing this whole like like just gaming the game like trying to convince everybody else to attack the person in the middle but you know not doing it himself. Mm-hmm. And and then so finally I just attacked and I went into Tokyo Bay and I just took a bunch of damage and I died. I just didn't care. Because I was just like, you know what, I'm not going to. And I left. And then a buddy of mine came back over and he was like, oh, you know, and I was going to start Russian Railroads and he was going to play and he was just like, you know, he said, I've never played a more simple dice game where somebody started rules lawyering me. It's like, and it's just, it's one of those things where I I don't mind wanting to win. I don't mind people, like, having the mentality of like, you know, I, I, I don't like that old quote that's like, oh, you know, the object of the game is to win, but it is the object and not the winning that's important. You know, I, I, I don't really appreciate, I don't like that quote because people use it all the time. But I don't even care. And I tell you, I've said this to so many people, I don't care if I win or lose when I play a game. I don't. I just want to have fun. But when I have to play and I have to, like, I don't know, deal with, uh, you know, people that, that can't, have fun unless they win. Mm-hmm. It just detracts so much from from my enjoyment of, of, of sitting down to play the board game, and it's just and it stinks because this guy is like a really nice guy, and I really like him, and I and I and I love hanging out with him, and I, I love talking to him. But it's just and I realize now that like you know it's like it's I don't know I I, I think it's it's one of those things where. Um, and if, I guess if I truly didn't care if I won or lost, then maybe I would. I, I shouldn't care, you know, what 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 goes on with this person. But mm-hmm. I, I, I. Well, no, it brings the experience down. I, you know, I've, you know, there's been a rare occasion like that where I play with somebody and they're just really, you know, overbearing. I guess with their gamesmanship in a game that doesn't really matter at the end of the day, and you know, it's. I understand what you're saying 100. percent yeah, and it's just, and so, you know, it, and I ended up, and it's just, and then, you know, I guess it was, 
I, do you, what do you think? I mean, like you have you you've played games out. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where you get to the point where yeah, if you're talking about where you played a game and you've just like overplayed it and you know you're not really learning anything new. You're just kind of minning and maxing. Yeah, I mean, I like when I get to a point with that game in some ways. That's kind of where a game kind of either stays on the shelf or leaves. Is it's like, okay, I've gotten to that point with the game. Is it still fun for me to play it out that way? You know, like one I've played a ton of so far is some trains. Um, I'm just looking in, in my camera looking <laughs> back. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've played a lot of trains. Um, you know, but that one's still fun for me. Now, I am at the point, and I think everybody, at least like the family is, I don't know about my group, because I'm not sure how much they've played it. One other guy has a copy, I think. Maybe two people. I don't know if they've played it so much, but in my family and I definitely are like at the point where it's like, okay, when is this expansion coming out? Because we we still really like it, but it's kind of like now it sort of slides, you know, in favor of other things. Uh, so, yeah, but I, I get to the point where I'm now I'm just like efficiency, like out the gate, you know. I'm like, you know, where am I putting my cube? to start the game, you know, I'm analyzing that. I'm doing the whole Dominion thing in some ways where I'm, like, analyzing the group of cards and going, here's my strategy, boom, go, draw, you know, extend. I'm not really learning and feeling what the cards are doing, and, you know, because I, I feel like we've played definitely not all the combos, but it kind of just feels that way, you know. But it's fun enough and quick enough that it stays on the shelf, and there's, I know there's going to be expansions. Like, if they came and said... Oh, there's never going to be a trains expansion. I bet you that thing goes off my shelf by the end of the year. Um, it just depends, though. I mean, like I, certain games, you have to like. I think you got to put on your shelf and then take it off your shelf later. You know, like I haven't played Kalis in probably eight months. Maybe there's a reason for that. Yeah. Well, it's no, it's not. There's not a reason because <laughs> I played it like fifty times or more, and over the last ten years or whatever it is, and. Um, you know, it's just like you can only, but it's still one. Like I think about it all the time. I usually break it out like once a year or so, and you know, you just kind of have to like let it fade from your memory. And then if it, you if you like a month or two months go by, then like it comes back. Ooh, I remember how fun that was. That's kind of how it is for me. You know. Yeah, I, I I see what you're saying, and it's just but um, and I'm probably reading too much into it, but it was just one of those things where it's like. I, I, I guess I, I've come to the realization I'm way too laid back of a gamer. I could never be a tournament game player of anything, I don't think. Because yeah. I just, I, I just, I don't, I'm not, uh, I'm not cutthroat enough, I guess, in a way. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just, I also just, I, I just don't care enough, I guess, if I win or lose. And, I, and the thing is, is that I think also this kind of ties into the fact of why I appreciate probably the, the Ameritrash type games more than than I do the Euros is because yeah. of the fact that they are random and chaotic and it's just yeah okay fine you can read whatever strategy article you want um, but it ain't gonna matter diddly squat if you don't write roll the right dice you know and it's just yeah. and it, you know so uh, you know I kind of I kind of I, I think that kind of inherently goes hand in hand for me I guess in a way. So, and I, it's just, and I'm sorry for those of you who are expecting a big giant uh, terrorizing rant or anything like for me. I, I wasn't, uh, I mean, it's, 
if it, if it had been a complete stranger, I probably would have been dropping f bombs during this conversation because because <laughs> I mean, like I said, he's a dear friend of mine. He was just he was he was just on eleven, and he was just I don't know I don't know what his deal was. He was yeah. just uh, he was he was not. Uh, he was he was not there to have fun. I think he was just he was just there to try to like impress people with how well he was playing or something. I have no idea what the deal was there. So, mm-hmm. but you know what? To to each their own, I guess, if you will. But uh, yeah. Other than that, um, hey, are we gonna are we gonna actually talk wrestling? Did you did you see WrestleMania? Did you see? Did you see? Did you, did you see? I saw a picture of some crazy. Uh... Uh, what was it like? Battle Royale with three rings or something? Was that a real thing? I have no idea, but I guess oh. like the big, the, the big thing, <laughs> the big thing is, and if if anybody, if if the, the one wrestling guy, um, Undertaker finally lost at uh, at at a WrestleMania. Don't encourage it. I think that's Stewart. Uh, don't encourage him, please. No, no. So so the, <laughs> that, that's actually that's actually big news, you know, as far as because like you know he was like whatever twenty one and zero or something. At, oh, I don't know. At, uh, at 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 WrestleManias and he and he and Brock Lesnar got the pin. He mm. he uh he put him put him down on the mat, gave him the uh, F five or whatever his finishing move is, and covered him for the. Hey, you're back! I can see oh, you again. Good for him. Have you not been seeing me? No, I just finally can see you now. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I don't that know what's weird. going on there. Well, who cares? Oh, yeah. You're not that good looking anyway. Um. Mm. No, no. So that was the big deal, and then they actually like, uh, I guess like the big thing right now is like you know like the, um, I, I read actually I'm I'm gonna cut away I actually talk about wrestling because I think you'd enjoy this book. Um, uh, okay. a, search for it on Amazon or something like that. If you got Prime, you can get it sent to you or whatever. It's cheap. It's like fourteen dollars, but it's just a book called Life, Death, and Professional Wrestling. <laughs> And no, and it's like you think, okay, what is this? And it 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 started off this guy that like he's a sports writer, but he actually covers wrestling. Like he's a serious sports writer, but he covers wrestling as well. And um, he said he he started to write the book. His plan was to write the book on all the dead wrestlers, like all the people, all the wrestlers who died young, or or you know, or died, you know, whether it was you know drugs or an accident or you know, whatever. And that was his plan. And um, and then it kind of then metamorphosized and, and changed, and it, it became kind of a, just a history about wrestling. And it talks about the very beginnings of professional wrestling and and how it got started, and the whole the process of like smart fans or you know the, the smarks as they're known, because instead of being like a, a person who buys into all the crap, because I remember the I remember the day that wrestling became unreal for me. I think I might have told you the story before, but I remember like I, I saw I saw Hogan getting beat up by like King Kong Bundy and all of his compatriots or whatever and and uh, I remember they had to call in the ambulance to have him taken mm-hmm. away or whatever and, and I right. was just like, Oh my god, he's not gonna be able to wrestle at WrestleMania, you know <laughs> just like he's, he's not... and my dad said he's probably drinking a beer in the back of that, that ambulance right now and I was like, What? Then he got hurt. Earthquake smashed him, you know. <laughs> and then so that was when I, I realized that wrestling, you know, wasn't real or whatever. And but the, so he talks about like how recently, like I read an article by this guy since then, and he talked about how like wrestle wrestling is now just kind of flaunting their fakeness. They're right. they're not they're not even caring anymore. They they're they're like like there's been a recent uh, like angle 
of Triple H, who is married to the boss's daughter or whatever in real life, they actually reference that, and like he's like referencing like during his promos or whatever, he's like, "You honestly think I would book you to to win over me or something like that?" You know, and he's just saying things like that, and and like so, it's kind of interesting how how wrestling has kind of just abandoned the whole. Uh, facade, if you will, and they're just saying, yeah, okay, this is completely fake, and we're just totally acknowledging it, and we're just gonna roll with it. So I actually, you know, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not interested enough to actually start watching it again, because I just don't have the time. I just, I can't. But I have considered, honestly, <laughs> um, I have considered, honestly, actually paying to get the WWE Network at least for a few months, just because I guess that the WWE Network, you can watch. Any pay-per-view ever from from in both uh, uh, WCW because since they own it, they own WCW now, mm-hmm. and anything from ECW because they own that, and anything from WWF. So like, if you wanted to go back and watch WrestleMania one, you could watch WrestleMania one. That would be pretty sweet. I would be. That would be something else, you know. So, so I've I one, liked, two, three, and four. I mean, that's where you got me there. I'd watch those well, over and over again. WrestleMania 3 ha- has the two signature moments. It has probably the best match of all time uh, between Randy Macho Man Savage and Jimmy Snuka. Yeah. And, uh, and, and they have, um, I think that's the one where Hogan body slammed Andre the Giant. <laughs> and, that was, and, and that was huge. You know, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was amazing. So I've, every once in a while I think, okay, so how much is it? You know, it's like for three months, it's like, you know, 25 bucks. Okay. Well, I, I could swing that, you know, just mm-hmm. watch. I mean, you know, I, um, I recently not, this is, I'm totally flying off the handle here, but I just, I, you know, I am so far behind on my, uh, on my, uh, uh, technology. Um, uh, I recently got a Chromecast for my, for my TV. Nice. Those are very yeah. nice. Yeah, I, I didn't even know this this thing existed. I mean, because I always want because I have a PlayStation, so I always use that for my streaming or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, I mean, being able to like watch YouTube videos right on your TV and like you know, and, and crystal clear or my HBO Go and stuff like that. I mean, it's just that's it's pretty sweet. You use your tablet as your uh, as as your um, what's one looking for? Like as your basically your remote yep. or something. Yeah, I mean, wow. I mean, does, does Google just know how to do everything? On the cheap, I don't know. Yeah, it's like thirty-five bucks for the thing. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. It's uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. I don't have one myself. Uh, I just need to pick one up. But my brother's got one. My mom's got one, and uh, you know, they just they love it to death. And uh, I just gotta pick one up. It's yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, it's like if I if I didn't have a PS4. Um, or and, and a PS3 for that matter, I, w- I probably would have had one a long time ago. I mean, just because of the fact that it's like, well, how else are you going to stream your video? I mean, because you know, I know that you can get smart TVs that have Netflix and stuff on them, but I mean, for what I we had one with that, and it's garbage. You know, it just doesn't work as well. You yeah. know, because the, the Wi-Fi and stuff on them just isn't really good. But man, I mean, it's just like, yeah, and, and of course, it, and it's Google, so there's nothing really to set up. It's just like, yeah, plug it into your TV. You know, turn it on, and mm-hmm. uh, and then it just it basically like walks you through the entire process. You know, just like and then touch this and touch that, go over to your tablet, touch this, touch that, and you're done. Go ahead. You know, you're yeah. you're ready to roll. So there you go. 
Google some free advertising for you. Yeah, on Google, we're on Google. We yeah, we are on Google. Out. Technically, Google pays me money every month or whatever for my yeah. for my ads. Hey, hey, you switched over to that uh, different thing or whatever the, the the partnership deal. Is that is that working out for you or? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You know, hey, let's do something real quick. Um, there are some questions that are happening. Oh, what the heck with them? And I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, 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 I actually but, tweeted. Here, this, this is something I tweeted and asked for questions, and I got one question, which I'm very oh. upset with my followers. You know, how, how do I only get one out of a thousand people? I guess you know, but whatever. Who cares? Yeah. My, my one question was uh, Matt Ridlin of Fleet Fame asked oh. me if I had a choice between either shaving my head and my beard, or no gaming for two years. <laughs> so, um, first of all, I would never allow myself to be put into a situation where that question had to be answered, asked of me. Um, you know, uh, uh, he didn't specify what gaming, so I guess I'd just give up computer gaming for two years. <laughs> yeah, then, <a> <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I obviously would probably... I mean, my hair's going away so bad. Like, it, it's like, you know, I, I, every time I shower, I watch more of it go down the drain. So, um, you know, I mean, eventually I'm going to have to just, you know, cut the long hair anyway. I, I'm holding on to it with dear life uh, with, with both hands. My wife um, is swearing that if I ever, if it gets much worse, she's just going to shave my head while I sleep. But, man, I haven't, I, I seriously have not had a beard for probably close to 20 years now. So... I have no idea what's behind this anymore. It, 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 it who knows? You know, it, it just I can't shave the beard. I don't think I ever can. I, I mean, I'll trim it up. I'll, I'll do that, but I can't get rid of it, man. I can't. I plus I got a big baby face, so I, I would look like I was twelve. And mm -hmm. and uh, so I give up the computer gaming. But if you're gonna take away my 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 board games, I probably would end up shaving my head and my beard, though. Yeah. So there you go, Matt. <laughs> Hey, let's do something real quick. So uh, everybody that's watching or listening, give me a, just like a two-minute break here. Uh, Lance, if you look at your screen, and I meant to do this before, but we were kind of both rushing to the end, and you, if you put your move your mouse around, you have the icons that show up on the left. Yes. And then do you see like a red toolbox? Like oh, got, and it's got a little green Google Hangout toolbox or whatever? Hangout toolbox. It says Hangout toolbox on it? Yeah, click that sucker. I don't see that. Oh. <laughs> um, and then we just see the three dots. <laughs> All right, I clicked on it. Now what? All right, do you see uh, now on the right some stuff should pop up, right? And well, a... no, I got this thing. Hang on, two bucks needs my permission to, to start. Or yeah, I got to accept this. Am I, am I giving away money at this point? No, or... no, no. It's just going to help people watch. I never oh. noticed it until I went back and watched one of our other ones, and I was like, oh, I never talked to Lance about this. And I keep forgetting to, and then, you know. Okay, I got some stuff over to my right. Now what do I do? All right. Do you have the the little person selected? Uh, like the little a... smiley face or something? No, the one all, all the way to the left, like the little silhouette of a person. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then underneath that it says lower third. Lower third, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, turn that on. It's probably off. Okay, it's on now. Now what? Okay, there we go. See how it shows your name now? Oh, neat. Yeah, and then I, I think... Can I put anything I want in here? Okay, I'll just put... Yeah, you got to, like, save it. I'll let you figure that stuff out. But now people will be able to, like, see us both at the same time, I think. 
on the uh, you know on YouTube because like other hangouts I've seen, it's like they have like the little like talking heads or whatever underneath the bottom. I don't know if it'll work, but it maybe you have to start with it like that. But anyway, sorry folks, I just wanted to get like <laughs> before I forgot because I always forget to mention it. Oh well, gee, that's that that'll that'll make for some gripping. Uh... Um, whatever it is. What I'm, I don't know what I'm looking here. Choose yeah. preset title. What do you? This stupid thing. I don't even <laughs> want to do this. Right. See, you, anyway. I hate technology. I know. You know. I'm such an analog person. It's just that's why I think I like board games so much. I just it's like it just that's why I like the 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 Google Chromecast was so nice. It was just so straightforward. I didn't have to do anything crazy. Yeah. Anyway, I think I'm an idiot. I don't. Uh, it's not working quite right. But anyway, so questions. Let's uh, now that I've ruined everybody's time for the last two minutes. Uh, we'll go through the questions that have been showing up. Uh, so the first question, you can take a nap. Um, but uh, have we played any Iron Soldiers war games lately, Joel or Lance? I don't know why you ask Lance, but I'd say uh, I played Game of Thrones, and then I've been uh, I played uh, War of the Ring for the first time, like two weeks ago or something, and that was a lot of fun. So there's my war game. I don't think I've played any other war games. Have you played War of the Ring, Lance? You've played War of the Ring. Oh, I played War of the Ring. Yes, I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm sort of anxiously, uh, um, anxiously awaiting the new uh, uh, Battle of Five Armies. Mm-hmm. Me too. At least, at least they're not pretending it's for more than than two people. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, that looks good. Apparently, it's based off of kind of an expansion for the first edition of War of the Ring, but they've kind of went back and retooled it. So, but I guess the guy the played battles the, of the Third Age or whatever. Or? Yeah, yeah, I think it's kind of like the rule set is kind of derived out of that. I remember I had a copy of Battles of Third Age, and somebody offered me a stupid amount of money for it. Hmm. So I sold it. Yeah, uh, that's a fun game though. It's okay. I don't know War of the Ring. It, it, it's really good, but um, I don't know. It can. It's another one of those games. Once you play it too many times, it's like, well, you pretty much have to go that way, you know, and just kind of like, eh. well, yeah, that's the one thing that's weird about it, and um, it's kind of interesting because it's kind of how the books go. It's like you have all this uh, maneuvering and stuff with troops and everything, and at the end of the day, it's all like pointless, and it's really about Frodo and trying to corrupt him, or you know, yeah, all that stuff, which at is least, cool, but it's kind of yeah. like. I did all that work for nothing. <laughs> yeah, at least with this one, maybe it'll be more about just the battles and what have you. So. Yeah, maybe, maybe. That, that, I mean, that's got to be what it's about. Huh. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I. Uh, that's supposedly Aries. They just, I, I sent them and I asked, I well begged a copy of Galaxy <laughs> Defenders out of them, and uh, I just got an email this morning saying they're sending me a copy. So I said, Yay! Good job. Yeah. So. Yay, free game. That's a fun one. But I've been playing that too. That's kind of a war game, except it's co-op and not really a war game, but there's fighting. <laughs> All right, can we, can we have a real question now about real games? Oh, so harsh, man. I think I took time out of this day to come and watch the show. Oh, well, I appreciate the fact. I mean, you know what? I could see myself getting into war games. I seriously could. <laughs> but it's just one, two-player, two, solo. If I'm Okay, if I'm going to... If I'm gonna be playing a two-player game, I gotta find the right person. I don't know if any of my friends would be all that into like moving these little chits around. You should try the one of the coin games, like uh, Andy Abyss or Cuba Libre or something, because those have a kind of a Game of Thrones feel to them. They really do. 
if you say so. Oh, they do. Uh, I'm telling you. I'm, okay, if you say so. Uh, but um, and two, it's like if I'm gonna be playing a solo game, I guess I'll I'll bust out. Well, I, I should be honest. I did. I do have a copy of Hunters, that that new sub game, and I've been playing that every once in a while when I'm just bored, because I just it reminds me of playing my B17 Flying Fortress, which I I yeah. played. You know, I played that game probably 40, 50 times just for fun. And I just, I, I, some people always say, why don't you review it then? It's like, well, why? There's like 8,000 reviews, and plus you can't buy a copy. And why don't they make another copy of B-17? I, I realize they came out with that B-29, which was kind of like the spiritual successor yeah. to it, but, yeah. B, you know, you need to go back to the old uh, the old B-17. That was just uh Well, there's so many games that I think have kind of taken that sort of formula, and, you know, like Phantom Leader, Thunderbolt Apache Leader, that new Hunter's game. Uh, you know, some extent, some of the uh, states of siege games and stuff like that—they kind of refine that whole solitaire experience. Yeah, maybe, but I mean, I guess I don't know. I see. That's the other thing I was going to talk about too. It's like reprinting games. So it's like um, I kind of got into a Mac Gertz uh, kick recently and so it's like I was like oh okay I really liked Concordia that was fun and mm-hmm. and then I was like oh you know and I still have a copy of Antique so I, I busted that out and played it and I was just like oh you know it's like I had a copy of Navigador back in the day but I traded it or something and so I was like well I gotta track that one down so I tracked that one down and then I was just like I was like oh okay I was like oh let's, let's find a copy of like Hamburgum yeah, that, that 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 was like nowhere in the wilds. It took me forever to track down a copy of Hamburgum. It just didn't exist anymore, I guess. You know, I mean, which if you look, it's like one of the top-rated games on 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 the Geek or whatever. You know, same thing for that uh, Princes of Maku Picchu or whatever Machu game. Machu Picchu, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like that one wasn't as well received as. Uh, as as the uh, as Hamburgum or whatever, but it's like, why do these games go out of print? I always I always wonder. It's like, is is it just like I I, I mean I, I do know the reason why, but it's just it's really annoying. I mean, it's like I realize that like, okay, we printed off fifteen thousand copies of this. Okay, mm-hmm. so now we're we're waiting for it to, you know, uh, sell out, and then if it gets down to a thousand copies and it takes a year to sell out those last thousand copies, then there's no People are like, well, there's no reason to reprint it at this point, and so you have to wait X number of years or whatever before, like, finally, there's enough interest to, like, okay, we can make a print run of five thousand of this, so it actually is worth our while to do it, and then we can make some money off it. I get the actual reasons, but um, to be on the other side of the the coin when you like desperately want a copy of it, and not like some used, beat up copy that somebody else like you know has had, you know, it's just. It's really annoying when you can't find anywhere. Like Shipyard, I wanted to play Shipyard. Yeah, that that game had just vanished off the face of the earth too. Right. I even went through the whole process of like, oh, here's some place that has it. Okay, buy it. Three days later, we're sorry, we actually don't have it. You know, it's like you suck. <laughs> you know, just like <laughs> I was all happy that I found it somewhere and they weren't charging me ninety dollars for it. I was like, all right, I'll get that. Oh no, we don't have it. We just never update our our, our website. But yeah, um, it would be cool if they could somehow get this print-on-demand stuff to the point where, you know, they could say, "Oh, what game do you want?" Okay, we'll click, 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 feed it into the computer, and out comes the game with just the same quality of components and stuff like that. You know, here's your board and your cards. 
Somebody we should kickstart that. that idea, dang it. No, yeah, oh, we should do that. That that could yeah. be our million-dollar idea. Yeah. Which game do you want? Okay. Give yeah. us two weeks. It'll be there. It's. I mean, of course, you have to get somebody to, you know... Well, what's the what, what's the thing? How to make how to make a million dollars? It was like the, like the uh, find something that that people want and get them to spend a thousand get ten thousand people to spend a thousand dollars on it. Yeah. And then 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 you're a millionaire. Right. So it it seems easy when when you put it like that. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> the trick is to find that one thing that somebody actually wants. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's annoying trying to. And then and then this is another thing I I I'm meaning to ask you about. So, have you ever like have you ever had a game that you want like and you know it's like in that quasi weird misty out of print status like you know that like you're trying to and you you start like you go to your normal your normal hangouts, you go to your miniature markets, you go to your cool stuff, so you go to your time well spent, game surplus, mm-hmm. whatever. Maybe you even email a few people. You know, back in the day, it might have been boards and bits. Of course, they're gone now, but you know. And then you you email a few people and see if they can, you know, uh, you know, find it for you. And then you can't. And then so you start like digging through auction sites and things like that, and digging through. So I mean, I mean have you ever had to do that for anything? Like you just something you you're jonesing for. Mm, yeah, I have. I'm trying to think of the uh, uh, what I was the last thing I did. I mean, but you know, like uh, I had uh, Andrew Tolson of Print and Play whip up a copy of well, Battlestar Galactic Express a while ago, and then also Dune. Yeah, uh, with some of the expansion stuff using some of the Print and Play files from uh, I, I don't know. There's like two popular Print and Play you know setups. For that game, and when Rex was announced, I said, "Okay, I have no interest in this. Let me go find a copy of Dune." <laughs> and I've never what, played what a horrible it. game that was. Well, I, 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 did you ever play Rex? No, I don't. I don't because I was waiting for Dune. I mean, I'm I like Dune quite a bit. I've read the books three times each, at least the original ones, and you know, I've watched the movie. Sometimes I'll throw on the soundtrack while I'm at work to the to the David Lynch movie, and you know, zone out while I'm writing code and. Um, anyway, so I'm a Dune guy. I don't really care about the gameplay. No, I, I, I want to sub-reference here just for a second about about the Dune game and what have you. Yeah. Um, Rex. Okay, so so, and I and I realized to a certain degree that that uh, Fantasy Flight was kind of handcuffed a bit because they had the oh, rights. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. They had the rights to the mechanics of the game, but they couldn't use the Dune name. I mean, they just—it wasn't allowed just because of you know the 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 Herbert estate and whatever, and those guys yeah, not they're... being able to mm-hmm. decide on anything. So, right. but I mean, if you had a choice between either making that game or just saying no, they just should have said no because you can't make a game that one everybody's been waiting for that long, and and then put a theme wow. in it that nobody cares about. Right. I mean, it's just like you think. I mean, and here inherently is a lot of the problems. Like, I, one of the things about FFG that, like, I think, okay, they have this world that they have, this Terranoth world that they, you know, they had uh, Runebound based in it. Rune Wars is based in it. Um, they they put uh, uh, I can't think of the name of the game though with the dragon in the middle. The 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 the, the, the dungeon game. I can't think of the name right now. It's my wife's favorite game. I can't think of the. Uh, yeah, and like you can die in the first first phase of the game because you draw the wrong tile and you fall in the bottomless pit and you're just out of the game. 
Dungeon Quest. Dungeon, I was going to say, okay, okay, now I got it. The one where you can die the first turn, yeah, Dungeon Quest. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, no, uh, I've loved, I love that game for the base reason. When I introduced it to my friends, my buddy Jason, the first room he got bitten by scorpions that nearly killed him. He walked in the next room, he fell down the pit, and then he literally said, so what, do I get a new guy? I was like, no, you're dead, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> he played it for like five minutes. <laughs> he just... But uh, no, so um, no, we were seeing, and, and okay, so they have this world, they have this Terranoth world, and it just seems like they just haven't developed anything for it. I mean, why haven't they made? I mean, I'm, I mean, I guess they're they're smarter than I am, obviously, but it just seems like, you know, when everybody on God's green earth was making a a D twenty game based on the D twenty open license, why did they never come out with like? A Terranoth source book for Dungeons and Dragons, or, or you know, anything like that. I mean, it just seems like they have this world where they could be building all of these things off of it, and it's just, and they just don't do anything with it. Hmm. And and the same thing goes with this their 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 Twilight Imperium world that they based Rex in. You know, nobody cares about that world. I mean, I'm sure somebody does. I mean, I shouldn't say nobody. I'm sure there's a handful of people that 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 know the backstory of each one of the little empires and what they have and why they're important and whatever. But for the most part, nobody gives two hoots. You know, right. it just I don't know. And it's just so then you you make this game and you base it and and you need for that game to be fun and for it to take off, you desperately needed people to have a theme or or a something like for them to sink their teeth into. They would have been better off if it was possible to make a Game of Thrones version of like with Dune-esque things and like, you know, because then people can actually would know the houses and whatever and like you could, if you yeah. could somehow, you know, for Rex. I mean, as it was, Rex was just kind of a, it was, I, I played, I, I played it once. I was like, this isn't that good. And then like, and then I, I, I played it and I was like, well, I gotta play it again just in case. And I played it again. And I was like, this still isn't any good. So <laughs> it's just I, I don't know. I ended up giving it away or selling it for five dollars or something. I don't even remember mm-hmm. what it was. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's my little rant on Rex <laughs> and and uh, and what could have been, which is like annoying to me about that thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That's one that I've. Uh... I'm going back to doing that's one that I really hunted down and stuff like that. Still haven't played it, but wait, uh, wait. So sub-referencing, going all the way back, have you ever like like you start digging for games or start digging online for like finding a board game or something like that, and you start finding like the not big board game sites, like like you start like I mean because because yeah. you know, yeah. the upper tier, the upper tier is obviously like miniature market, uh, cool stuff. I'd even put like Card House in there and Time Well Spent, and then Game Surplus to some extent. Though he's, he, it, I think Thor runs Game Surplus as kind of his fun little, uh, his fun little adventure on the side. That's what I always kind of think that that Thor does with Game Surplus because he just, it's very personal and very, um, uh, right. like I, I don't say small time because I think he, I think he does very well for himself. But I mean, it just, it doesn't right. seem like, uh, it's, but it, 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 it would be like. Game Surplus feels like the the grocery store down the block, and and Cool Stuff Inc is like the Sam's Warehouse store that right. where that, that you can go to. But like I found all these like little tiny like board game sellers that had these sites and like and that I never knew existed. And I'm just like and like I'm looking through their what they have for sale and and the things that they have, and it was just 
you feel so <laughs> even though like I, I end up finding one that had hamburgum, you know, and I, I purchased it and it was just like I definitely was like just chewing my fingernails uh, the entire time waiting for it to show up. Just just in case. <laughs> it was like, oh please. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't know if I can trust you with my money. You know, hand on hand on the, the phone waiting to dispute the charge if need be, you know, just like if, if whatever showed up was horrible or, or broken or something like that. But yeah, it's it's weird when you start um going out there, if you will. And uh yeah, and, yeah. and finding the smaller ones. Did you know that there's tons of people that sell board games on like Newegg.com? Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I went to I, I, like one of the things like when they, they said that they they had a copy of Shipyard or whatever. I went there and it was like it was like because they have third party sellers and stuff, and they have, they have board games at Newegg. You know, it's like I I've, I've dealt with Newegg like pretty for pretty much all my computer components ever, and it's just like, huh. Holy cow. Also... I, just, I just searched Catan at Newegg.com. I was seeing all of these different. There's Catan, there's the Seafarers expansions, there's the card game. Yeah. It's sold by Fun Again, sold by these other guys, this and that. Huh. Yeah. So Crazy. Neat. Yeah, interesting. So, anyway, we have questions, and then we, we have... We actually have a, <laughs> we have a discussion happening. Oh, what's the discussion? Parallel to our discussion. <laughs> So the initially, uh, uh, user tragic at the blathering asked, "What do you guys think of the growing trend to move board games to computer devices like pads, phones, etc., like that? Uh, does it hurt the hobby improve it?" And then he also had like a follow-up that says the entire industry is going to change to print-on-demand soon. I think he was saying that in response to our thing, our brilliant Kickstarter idea that we're going to have. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he says he thinks 3D printers are going to change everything at some point. Um, and then another guy here, Wolf Wolf Corbett, um, and uh, some other folks here that I've seen post before, uh, they are kind of going back and forth about is it good or bad? Because Wolf's kind of saying, you know, one point is that okay, if you know, 3D printing is very easy and cheap, you know, and let's say you or I or anybody can make uh, games and just kind of pump out crap, which is possible. You know, we're going to have to, like, filter. You know, combine Kickstarter with, like, easy-to-make 3D printing. Man, you're just going to have, like, you know, no barrier to entry at all on some senses. But, you know, if you were to make it better for people like Fantasy Flight or somebody, I mean, they kind of have print-on-demand. So, yeah, I think there there probably both things would happen. I think you'd have a lot of junk come out. Uh, but Victory Point Games is kind of like print-on-demand. They have their own yeah. in-house printers. they got a second printer. But they also have some recent news announcements that they're going to. They're going to have a Kickstarter now, and they're going to have some games come out from China. So I don't know what's going on with them. But, um, uh, but yeah, I mean they're basically print on demand, from my understanding. Is you when you order a game from them, they go okay, yeah, and they whip it out, and then it go there it goes, and they have a lot of quality games for sure. They have a ton of great games. Yeah, and so I think that, you know. It, it'll happen. So I don't. I, but I agree. I think it, it, there'll, there'll be a ton of, uh, of muck and junk that comes out. And but I mean, there's a ton, there's kind of a ton of muck and junk that comes out nowadays. Really, yeah, there's a I lot mean, of good games, but there's also a fair amount of games that you're like, this shouldn't have been even made. And I don't. I don't think. I think we're a long ways off from 3D printing really being uh, good enough to. Um, 
you know, really start to like replace anything that's being made out there right now. I, I read some stuff early about uh, 3D printing and and some things about the quality of the 3D printing, and uh, it's just it, it it the 3D printers that they have right now. Unless you're spending a lot of money to get one, um, right. They they aren't any good. I mean, go online and read some of the people that like you have have purchased. They even spent like a thousand dollars on a 3D printer, and it's just they don't. First of all, the, the the you have to be able to program it. It isn't like you just can take a picture of of, of, a, of a plastic tank and tell the okay, now make that, make me a thousand of those. <laughs> you have to know what you're doing and have right. to be able to like put a sculpt and tell it what to do and and you know and that in in and of itself is 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 difficult. And then and then you, you like I said, you're also dealing with the technology and, and it's cool and it's interesting. And I know that there's been like people out there who said that, oh, yeah, and here's this guy who was able to 3D print a gun or whatever, and it's like, okay. But, I mean, that's like... Right. That's right. not that's not Jack down the road doing it. That's like somebody that, like, specifically has got the resources and whatever, and they're just trying to prove a point kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't think Games Workshop or anything like that has anything to worry about somebody taking one of their orcs oh. and then you know, making, you know, a thousand of them on their own and then selling well, them on eBay. You know, there was a sweet Kickstarter project, actually backed it, let me pull it up, that they are making, like, sort of like print-on-demand miniatures. Hold on, let me find it. Um, bah, bah, bah. Oh, it's in my history. Let me look here. That's going to take me a second to find it. But they actually look. Did you see this thing? No. Oh, yeah. I'll look it up if you tell me what it is. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll find the name of it here. Um... Customizable 3D printed tabletop miniatures. That's the name of the project. I'll actually link it in the chat um, for folks if they want to check it out. Uh, oh, comments can't contain links? Whatever. I'll put it in there later. Anyway, customizable. Here, I'll, I will paste the name in the chat. And then... Um, there we go. So you can search Kickstarter for that. And they raised three hundred sixty thousand dollars, and I think for thirty bucks you got a thirty millimeter character, uh, basically like customized. But you can go on, and they they're building like some software. You can go and like add like gear and stuff. And there was different stretch goals that they unlocked, like certain like model types or something. Let me look at their stretch goals. Um, you know. At stretch goal seven, you know they unlocked Eastern Asian stuff, so you could do like samurai stuff. And stretch goal eight was uh, uh, modern, you know, clothing and stuff like that. So they unlocked all these extra things, and they had examples of, you know, the stuff on there. And it looks, I mean, the examples are pretty good. So I was in for one, you know. I'm like, hey, maybe I'll make a little avatar for myself, and I'll just like use that and everything. I'm like, oh, this is me. <laughs> this is my character. <laughs> nice. <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. I thought it was a cool idea, though. Well, I mean, that that, that is really cool, but I, I also wonder about the... Uh... I don't know. I mean, it's just it, it, it seems it seems spendy for what you're getting. I mean, it's like oh, oh no, undoubtedly thirty bucks for one thing. But I mean, it's custom. But yeah, I agreed. Ah, oh, good for them, man. Yeah, yeah. Take, take an idea and run with it. Yeah. Um. Why isn't it done yet? It was done on February seventeenth. You should have your miniature by now, right? Oh no, that, there were the expectation wasn't until the end of the year. The software is not even. I was even... joking. I was being that Kickstarter funder who's like, <laughs> "Where's my stuff?" 
Yeah, now. It's been a week. Where is it? <laughs> yeah. I've seen other people do, uh, some folks are mentioning in chat, like you can get uh, 3D buildings for Suburbia, and I've seen them for Clash of Cultures, because that game comes with those little horrible standees for the uh, the, the wonders, you know, like the Great Pyramid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you, if you go dig around on the Clash of Cultures page on Board Game Geek, there is a set that you can go, a guy designed them, I can't remember the website, but the link's in there. You can go basically print out, quote-unquote, um, all of the wonders, and I think it came to like 25 or 30 bucks for like, I don't know, seven different wonders that you can hmm. print out and substitute with 3D. Uh, so that's, you know, that's not too bad. And they look really good. I mean, they were really nice looking. I've seen pictures of folks that printed them out and got them and took pictures of them and put them on the Geek. Uh, Very cool. Yeah, totally cool. But yeah, that's pretty much all everybody's been talking about. There's quite a little conversation happening there. Oh, excellent. Well, here let's let's rapid fire through some questions. We uh let's 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 take the next ten minutes and let's answer at least ten questions. Okay. Well, that's I know all you got some backup ones, so let's go. Yeah, yeah. Let me, I'm finding the file here. Let me do that. We're, we're, we're cutting you. We lost just lost a minute because you're slow. Well, you didn't warn me, man. Here we go. <laughs> here it is. Okay, so some of these are going to be slightly outdated, but we'll just go through them that way. I can delete. That's it. fine. Whatever. Oh, Study in Emerald. Have you played it? I played it. I didn't like it. What, what I played think? it, and I found myself. Um, I I need to play it again. Mm-hmm. I found I found myself just getting annoyed with my so quote unquote teammate um, because <laughs> I don't think they knew what they were doing, and um, and they ended up actually making an incredibly poor action, like right at the end, towards the end of the game, uh-huh. basically just. You know, it was one of those things where it's like, okay, it, it's pretty easy to figure out. Well, first of all, okay, let, let's back up again here. I don't, okay, you don't know who your teammate is. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you don't know who your teammate is by at least a third of the way in, you don't know what you're doing. I mean, right. because, or somebody's being too clever for their yeah, own good. <laughs> yeah, it should, be, it should be painfully obvious to you who's on your side at that point. But... So, but of course, the guy I was he's like, oh, I didn't know he was you. You know, I was like, oh, geez, whatever. You know, and then maybe yeah. you're just yanking my chain. I have no idea. But, mm-hmm. and this is at a convention. So, I mean, it wasn't like he was like my, one of my friends. I could call him a dumbass or anything like that. I just had to say, oh, well, good game. So, <laughs> I, I, I didn't I didn't like the fact that, like, that part was in the game where you're kind of like, I mean, it's an interesting idea. I'll, I'll fully admit that. I like the idea that, like, you're, you have to rely on somebody else not to be horrible. So you can have a chance to win. Um, so I don't mind that, but um, yeah, I don't know. It just fell flat. I, I mean, and, and it's like, okay, I need to play it again. Well, nobody I know owns it, hmm. and I really don't want to spend eighty dollars on a game to find out whether or not I like it. Yeah, uh, I, I gave a brief review of it in a video blog, and it's like it's really neat. It's interesting. I like the whole thing of you know, if you're in last and nobody on your team can win, but like you said, you got hosed by that. Uh, you know, but it's an interesting idea. But at the end of the day, it's like really about just taking control of those cities and stuff like that. And it's also kind of it's just wonky. You know, it's it's something that I make I might play again if somebody had it. Um, but I almost kind of think you need the uh, the vampires and the zombies in there just to kind of give a little bit of inter- interesting balance. Otherwise, it's just, I mean. It's like some of the things you're going to do you, when you assassinate. Like, you're okay, you're blatantly the bad guys, or, or whatever, or not the bad guys in this case, the good guys actually trying to rebel. But, you know, if you do that, you could do like a little 2.1, 
and then just be like, okay, well, I'm going to give up those two points at the end of the game. You know, I don't know. It's kind of neat, but it's almost like I wish they would have just done something different, but I have no idea what, because the game kind of works. Yeah. The other day, it's just not one I really enjoy. Like, I'd rather play Battlestar, you know, for that kind of experience. Yeah, and, and here's and here and 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 we're we're already screwing up our one question in, in a minute, but thing. But and here's and I'm just gonna throw this out there. When was the last time Martin Wallace designed a game that was like really good? I mean, I, he's got tons of games. <laughs> no, there's tons of games out there that are really good that he's made, and I, that Aeroplanes, I enjoy. Aeroplanes is good. I enjoy that game quite a bit. What game? Aer- Aeroplanes. Aeroplanes. I didn't really like that that much. Well, um, nobody likes that game. It's good. I still what? have it. It's still there. There it is. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I um, I am going to throw this cat in the outside. I can't throw it in the snow anymore because I finally don't have any snow. But um, no, I uh, yeah, I don't know. I I just it's weird. It's like he hasn't had a. a I mean, Brass was his last really awesome design. I think. Mm. London. London was really good. London's I like London. good. I still got that. I still got London. Yeah, I'll break out London every once in a while. I enjoy London a great deal, actually. Okay, London. London was his last awesome design. Yeah. But you know what? His, I, well, I actually, you know, uh, um, if you played uh, Ankh Morpork, I like that. I still have that. I have... I have I, I've played it. I have never opened my copy because I have the like collector's edition or whatever. So theoretically, it'll be worth thousands or whatever. <laughs> At some point, um, no. Um, I actually just I, I I found a copy of his a game of his called Rise of Empires that I really enjoyed. It was like a weird abstract uh, civilization game that he had. That um, it was from it was from two thousand nine, I think. I found a copy uh, on eBay. Just just I was bored and on eBay, I found a copy for buy it now in sealed for like twenty bucks or something. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll take that. So, yeah, I don't know. Sure. Next question. Let's do this. Heroes of Metro City, good or bad? I Never would say played. mediocre. Yeah, I played it once last year at Gen Con. Uh, oh yeah, I remember you never not having a great of a lot of great. Uh, things to say. Yeah, it was neat. You know, it was just kind of neat. Uh, there was some interesting me- mechanics and stuff, but if we're talking superhero, card game, deck building game, you know, Sentinels of the Multiverse. Sentinels you know. is the only game you need. Yeah, and, I like Legendary. Uh, and, but... and Sentinels Tactics. Oh, um, that looks good. Oh, I think it looks no. good. I, they demoed it for me last year. I think the rules have changed a little bit since the demo. Uh, you know, last year. It was super, like, alpha, you know, last year. Um, I know of I know of one uh, bearded fellow that is having the only demo copy in the world sent to him after PAX East, so he can do a uh, review of it prior ooh. to their Kickstarter being done. Mm. So um, yes, Whatever. and look out for that. Kick, dink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Next no, question. Looks good. No, if you're gonna play, if you're gonna play a superhero game, play Sentinels. And uh, wait for Sentinel's Tactics to come out. Yeah. Though uh, Yellow has that one coming out that I'm intrigued by, like Guardians or something, or Guardians of the Order, or yeah, Order of that, Guardians, Guardian or something. Chronicles or something. Yeah. yeah, I'm 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 interested in that. So yeah. I might have to revise my opinion a bit. All right. So I got 20 minutes here, and I got to start making dinner. All so right. We, come on. We'll, we'll, what's, we'll, what's for dinner? What's for dinner? Uh, hamburger Helper, the spicy one. My son loves it. I don't don't ask. 
Yum. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay, let's do this. Next one. Next question. Uh, I'm curious to hear about Archipelago and City Council, which is I don't know how I group those together. That's that must be what the guy asked about. Archipelago, I, uh, I didn't like, and City Council, I haven't played. I liked Archipelago until um, the secret uh, things. Uh, like, it, I, I had a bad, one bad experience with the game. It was just kind of like, and I win. I was like, what? You know, is the yeah, I, I didn't really like that. Um, City Council is is very good. Uh, um, I did a Kickstarter review of that a while back. I just got my my backing copy or whatever just the other day, actually, from Alad. So um, I, I really enjoy that game. I, I like the aspect of the it, it, you can build a city, but also you're kind of um, you know dealing like negotiations stuff like that, and it, it's got a lot of um, for it's it's a very thematic euro. Let's put it that way, and it's and it's about uh, city planning and city building and what have you. I, I enjoyed it a great deal. It was kind of um, it it, it by in no by no means was it what uh, was it an urban sprawl game, but it was kind of like um, if I could say urban sprawl light, it had that kind of feel to it for me. Mm. But urban yeah. sprawl actually like I played I just played that like a couple weeks ago and I enjoyed it again. Um, and I know I know I'm in the minority. I know you like it, but I mean I know, I know I'm in the minority in that. Um, that is that is very much um, a weird abstract city game, if you yeah. will. Yeah. But so and then at city council, it's like the buildings actually matter even after you built them. So mm, that's interesting. But I would I would I would uh, I would I would recommend. Uh, city Council. I bet you. I'll bet you ten to one. If you were interested in reviewing that, if you sent a request to a lot, he'd send you a copy. Okay. All right. I'll take a closer look at it for sure. Yeah. Um, we did have a question pop up in the chat, so I'm going to address that since they are kind enough. Uh, yeah, they're here. Did you guys like Hegemonic? Yes. Get it. Yes. Get and that I saw that was like on sale for like on, on a clearance sale somewhere. That just that depresses me. But I don't think people like. I think people go into that game thinking they're going to be having giant space battles instead of right. logistical, uh, right. <laughs> instead of incredibly complex logistical uh, decisions. So I, I tell you what, I'm I'm going to do. I'm going to do a, a, a playthrough. You know, I've been trying the playthroughs and stuff. So the next few weeks, I've been kicking around. But I had uh, somebody else asked me earlier today, and I was like, okay, I should probably do this. So I'm, if you guys watch the channel or whatever, look for the next couple of weeks, I'll do a playthrough of a two-player game because I am not playing that with more than two players because <laughs> <laughs> it will take, first of all, five hours because I'll be trying to record and do everything, you know, and think. <laughs> um, it's really hard to think, by the way, when you're doing a playthrough. Like, man, reviews are so much easier. I'm sorry, but reviews are way easier to do in these playthroughs. Especially when you take the easy way out and not do all the rules like you do. What do you mean? Oh, in the reviews? Yeah. Oh, give me a break. I leave out the what? rules that don't need to be included. I don't. I, I somehow manage to. That's and you have more subscribers to me. So, you know, there you go. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm like almost at a million views like you. I'll be I'll be cool pretty soon. There you go. You're going to hit you that, go. the big number. There you go. So anyway, but I'm going to do, I'll do a playthrough. And then so if you're really like on the fence, you know, if me naming it best strategy game of the year, which shouldn't influence anybody, honestly, uh, you know, if that's not enough for you, man, <laughs> then I'm going to do a playthrough. <laughs> anyway, but uh, so I, I will definitely do that. So get a good question. Uh, and then let's do, we got 15 minutes now. All right. 
Come on, question. Any thoughts on the upcoming Witcher adventure game by Ignacy Trevichitz? And what do you think about the semi-co-op games where on occasion you work together, but there's only one winner? I hope he can pull it off with this game. I am a fan of the Witcher video games. Not many video games do I play. Well, I've only played the first Witcher. I haven't played the second one. Uh, have you played Witcher video games? Yeah, I played the first one. Okay. Yeah, that was cool. It's weird, huh? Like a different theme. You're like a mutant and... Yeah, I, you know? I don't know. I I, I I mean, I didn't much care for it, honestly. Oh. I, it's just like, it was interesting, I guess. I got to, like, have sex with virtual ladies in the game. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, the that fetch cool. quest stuff, ugh, that stuff. I mean, it's like, okay, am I playing World of Warcraft or an RPG? You know, please. Yeah, it was it was weird. I mean, it, it wasn't bad by any means. I, I enjoyed myself, I guess. I, I, I played it through. I enjoyed the lore, and I enjoyed the different uh, ability trees, and um, the combat was... Okay, I heard the second one's better. I may try to grab the second one on a Steam sale or something. Well, I'm sure it'll be like a dollar or something if you if you wait long enough. Yeah. Um, I think well, if anybody can do it, it'll be Ignacy. Um, right. He's he's an excellent designer. Uh, I just um, yeah, semi co-ops. I'll just say this: it there that is a if you are going into a game saying I'm going to make it a semi co-op, that is probably the most difficult oh, design yeah. choice. Absolutely. Because because you you're relying on a social contract by the, for the people that are playing the game. You're relying on them to say you're relying on one person who decides that there's no way I'm going to win, so nobody can win. You're relying on nobody doing that while playing the game, which right. is which right. is tough. Right. Well, it looks like we have a question here. Uh, Joel, what do you think about Splendor? Order on a whim. I love Biblios. Dude, I was totally thinking of Biblios uh, when I've been yep. playing Splendor. Um, uh, Splendor's great. I'll say that. Oh, I own you it. Played it? Oh, yeah, I own it. I, I, oh, like, I didn't realize you'd played it. Okay, No, cool. no, no, yeah, that was, um uh like, out of nowhere, Asmodee contacted me, like, after, like, millions of emails of sending them, asking me, begging for games from them, and them never giving me anything. They contacted me out of nowhere and asked me if I wanted to review it. And so oh. I said, yes, please. Oh, so. good. Yeah, no, it's really good. It's, uh... Light. It's, it's a good filler. I, 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 I'm not a big fan. Of, I, I don't know. It just seems like a silly theme. But then again, Biblios has a silly theme, and I love Biblios. So, Bibli... Yeah. So... Yeah. No, I, whoever whoever ordered it on a whim, you made a good choice. I think it, so. It, it's a if you're looking for like a half hour, forty minute kind of mathy game, then yeah, yeah, I, you'll like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, another follow up question: Have you we tried Dota? I mean, I think it means that uh, what is that called? Dota Two, like League of Legends type of games. Yes, I hate those games. I'm horrible at them. Because there's so much, there's so much of a learning curve, like with you know, yeah, like, you just get blasted, checking out your guy and all this, so like to be the right balance thing, and you have to. That was the thing. I don't know if you ever played Guild Wars. It's an old MMO, the first one. Yeah, I remember. Like, that I had one. to have this build. Like, I need to have my guy with these eight skills, with these seven other people, with these exact skills, to be able to win once. <laughs> oh, here, here. I'll quickly say this. Okay, there's a game called. There's an MMO called Rift that just went to like free to play. You can yeah, download I, for free. Off. I think around that a little bit. Yeah. Okay, and so I've got this group of guys at my work that that play it all the time. They're like, "Oh, you gotta play it. You gotta play it. It's so awesome." There's like, you you can make anything. You can. You can make your guy be this or that. You can make a paladin that has a bow and has a pet, and you can make a rogue that, you know, is is like a samurai. And then you're just they're going on. You can just do whatever you want because they're each each person each build has 
all these different souls available, and you just pick three souls that your character has, and you just add points to those souls as you gain levels. On the surface, that sounds like a great idea. Look, I'm going to make whatever I want, and I'm going to I'm going to make a mage that can heal, but also casts fireballs or something. Right. But but it's just like the thing about that game, just like any other game, is that um, okay, yeah, you you made whatever you wanted, but your design sucks because here's the one that you need to have because this is the one that, oh, you want to make a paladin? Well, then you better make him exactly like this or else you're not going to get anywhere in the game and nobody's going to want to party with you. Oh, yeah. so I can do anything I want, but I can't do anything I want. Imagine if a board game was like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, ten minutes, next question. Let's right. get one more, there's another question in chat here. Um, this is for you because they, I've already reviewed it. Have you played Star Realms? I have. And? Next question. Okay. <laughs> well, any, well, okay. If so, any thoughts? Oh, I, I liked it. Um, I think I took the same same attitude you had. You kind of have to do the the the, the raid um, uh, version of it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah you got to do one of those. That's the most fun, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely the the way to go with that one. But I mean, that if you're looking for a game you can carry with you anywhere, pay pay the twenty bucks and pick up two packs, and then and then just you throw those in a a deck box, and then just carry those around with you. I okay. mean, that, I they're they're mine sitting in my desk at work right now. So mm-hmm. good deal. All right, so that's all the questions in chat. Old um, questions. Oh, hey, I was going to yeah. say this. To people listening in chat right now, this is going to be like if you're actually listening and you're typing or whatever, um, uh, they can argue about it. But before we're done, uh, I was going to tell them, pick. I'm going to put an order in at Miniature Market this evening because they have a, a deal. Um, they have a thing, $5 off, 50 bucks. So oh. they had a thing. And I had some things I got to pick up for like my painting and stuff. Right. FMTA96 is the code. If you followed them on Twitter, you got that. So if, you, if you're listening and you want to order something from Miniature Market, FMTA96. Uh, tell them the Undead Viking sent you. But oh. anyway, that's only good till midnight tonight, though. But anyway, so I'm putting an order in. I was going to say cool people who are listening right now, if they can argue whatever, if they can come up with a game for me to purchase that I don't already own that they want me to review. Now's the time. They should tell me something. Okay. But anyway, go to old questions, and you tell me if they, they say anything. And, and stupid uh, answers will not be responded to. Like, I'm not <laughs> going to review any, any like, in-depth military games, so you might as well just, you know, anybody who's typing in, I want you to do Combat Commander. And it's like, not going to happen. Let me find, uh, so we got a few minutes here. Let me find one that is not an in-depth... <laughs> It isn't, I'm not. I'm not going to do a war game. That's not going to happen. So anyway, next question. Come on, questions. We got to get through right. these. So all right, get through. What trend is dead in board games? Zombies. Yeah, I don't, you don't see any new zombies coming out. Uh, well, no, no. I mean, it's it's dead though because I mean, it's just like everybody's got a zombie game. I mean, you you yeah. can't. I don't. I don't think anybody can come up with a new zombie game. Though Apocalypse with the Z E at the end. Yeah. That weird card game. That's actually pretty fun. Huh. That Zombie I, I, 15 looks kind of neat. It's kind of like yeah, a, maybe Zombie isn't isn't the right answer. Um, war games, war games. That trend is done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would. Uh, you know what? Deck building. Honestly. Yeah. Um, I don't know um, though. I played an interesting deck builder the other day, Mister Card Game. Have you played that? 
Uh, they're sending me one, so I don't know. I'll, I'll try it eventually. I it's not really a deck builder, though. It kind of it has deck building in it, but it's not a deck builder. Well, that's it like is... Epic, Re- Epic Resort. Epic Resort is is that game that just got done in Kickstarter from uh, Ben, uh, yeah. uh, which and he sent me a copy. I did a review of it just recently. That is deck building, but it isn't really deck building. Right. It's like, yeah, you're you're buying cards that you put in a deck, but you're not like rifling through your deck and like, you know, the, the classic things right. like Dominion. That kind of deck building, that's done. I mean, in my opinion, I think so. I agree. All right, so there's one question now in chat, and this will be the last question because I really do have to start making dinner. <laughs> hey, did anybody tell me what to buy yet or not? No. Nobody cares, huh? Okay, fine. I'm not spending no. any money. I think they're thinking. Well, I think you kept shooting down all their ideas. <laughs> well, what, what did they start listing off war games? No, no, nobody listed anything yet. Um, oh, okay, well, Monolith. Okay, there you go, Monolith. I've heard of that. <laughs> what? What game? Monolith? It's a new game. I can't remember what it's about. Oh, gosh. Anyway, well, Google that one. New, I'll, I'll Google it. But if, yeah. if they don't even have it in stock, or how am I going to get that? No, no, I think it's... Here, we'll look. And then I'll read you the question. Uh, so one more question. Why do you guys do it? When you started... When you first started YouTube vids, what was your motivation? You can answer to that, or I will. Well, I just I had written reviews, and then I started doing unboxing videos with uh, my written reviews, and then somebody said, "Why don't you do video reviews?" And so I just said, "Yeah, why don't I?" And then I just started doing it. I guess I don't know. I I, I guess the, ultimately the better question is, why do I do reviews? And uh, I just it for me the way it started was um, I didn't have enough. I wanted to game more, and uh, I, I was a new dad, and I had a little baby girl at home, and um, and I couldn't go out and game with my friends, so I wanted to do gaming stuff. So the best thing I could do was just I could videotape myself talking or write about gaming, mm-hmm. and so that was that's why I started doing reviews. Yeah. Lance, and you're the reviewed just... monolith. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, I was gonna say that if that's the game I'm thinking of, that game's old, and and, and those jerks. And I, you know what? I'm gonna call them out. No, they, they said no, they're no. gonna. Okay, I was gonna say they, there's they, another high frontier with the colonization expansion. I think they're just being mean. <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> F you. <laughs> That's, um, uh, you know, I, I, you know, if I could, if I could just like do, I, if you do a high, do a high frontier thing, I just say high frontier, and then I show the thing from scanners of the guy's head exploding, and then I <laughs> down to my entire review. Uh, no, uh, what was it? Um, uh, 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 the Monolith game, and I'm, I, I'm not to like, the, like they'll even notice, but the guys who made that, um, I talked to them, and they seem like nice enough guys, and they've never sent me a copy of that game. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like I was like. I did a Kickstarter. I was like, just send me a copy of the game when you're done. Okay, yeah, sure. And I've sent them like I sent them like 20 emails saying, when are you going to send me this game? And I got a response once. Oh yeah, we'll get one out to you. And they just never send me one. So they're jerks. <laughs> don't don't buy their game. <laughs> um. So yeah, the answer for me, uh, several reasons. One, I couldn't figure out why I like certain games. You know, like I couldn't really put it to words. Um. That's kind of the main reason, and then I saw a couple of reviews from certain folks like Mr. Mikester and Marco and Jeremy and you know Tom and those guys, and and I liked what I was seeing, and uh, um, you know I played I played a couple of games, and I don't know, it's like you, kind of like Lance was saying, um, you know, it's kind of another outlet for me. I'm kind of one of those that like I've always kind of been this way, like I really like to kind of talk a thing to death. Um, where, you know, where if we'd, be, we'd just been playing a game of Kalis, like, years ago, I'd be like, oh, that was really cool how this happened, da-da-da-da, you know, and I think people would kind of go, 
uh, get a little bit like, okay, <laughs> like, well, we got it, you know, you, you know. Like, we don't really want to hear about this anymore. And I'm like, you know, okay. I mean, I get that. You know, I'd shut up about it. <laughs> but, um, you know, this is kind of one outlet. And, you know, I really was kind of taken or whatever by certain games. And and I couldn't figure out why because it's not like you read a book or a movie or something. You're like, oh, yeah, I get that. It kind of hit me because it reminded me of something in my childhood or I really like the explosions that I saw or the action was really good. <laughs> you know, I mean, where like in a game, I'm like, well, that's weird. Like I had, I had like a moment, you know, when I played this game, like spiritual or something or emotional attachment to the thing, and I had a good time. And I was like, that's weird, because like when I was a kid, I don't remember that. But I think maybe I've cultivated that, and so when I remember back, I'm like, oh yeah, I did. I was kind of having these kind of moments when I was a kid. So anyway, it's just kind of, it's like super interesting to me. So anyway. Um, and I can't figure it out, and the videos help me, like, figure, you know, if you look at my early reviews, don't, but, like, I'm like, hey, this is neat, how this works, and do this, and, you know, and I couldn't put it into words, that's why I was really trying to figure out, like, let me put this into words, try to figure out why I like this stuff, but anyway, that's, there you go, last question. Awesome. I don't, I don't see any others. Super Fantasy. Is that that one? That's like a, a dungeon crawl. That you, yeah, that's you, it's a weird dungeon crawl game. But I mean, and I, I, I I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a look at it. I mean, because no, I mean, I know, like I know, like miniature market and stuff has it and everything like that. But okay, if I was going to make a game about because it doesn't it have just a goofball name to it too, like it's like super fantasy and like something like yeah, here it is, super fantasy ugly snouts assault. Yeah. Okay, why? Why name it? I mean, I'm serious. I mean, it's just like okay. I mean, is it is it based on like some anime or something that I'm I'm unfamiliar with? Is it is it is it like a cartoon? But okay, I mean, they do have it at Miniature Market, actually. Yeah, I do see that. Is that what they say? They want me to they want me to review that? Yeah, Basil that... gave it a glowing review, and I was like, what? But then the well, way he explains it, I'm like. Hmm. That looks kind of neat, but the publisher's name is Red Glove. That's I think a, it's that, their first that, game. That sounds that sounds dirty. Um, no, I mean it's just, but okay, you're fine, fine. You know what? You know what? You sold me. I'll 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 buy it and I'll yeah. I'll see what it is. But I mean, what ugly snouts assault? I mean, what? Who comes up with that name? I just and and this will be maybe there's something about it that I know nothing about it or something like that. Along, I have no idea. But mm -hmm. yeah, what? Hey, right. we, had one, we had one question come at the end, one last question, and this will be, a, I already gave my answer. The answer is trains, and the question was, what game are you, like, super excited for an expansion to come out? Mine is trains, which I talked about earlier. What about you? And then we'll kill it. Oh, man. That's a really good question. Um, Eldritor. There you go. Yeah, that was easy. I'm, I'm that excited was, that for was, that. That was, that was easier than I, than I thought it would be, because um, I just need new cards. I desperately need... Uh, yeah. New cards. I need. I need new stuff for that game. I really um, uh, relic too. The PvP expansion. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and I just um, uh, yeah, totally. I, I would agree with that a thousand. And then um, what's the? There's one. Uh, oh, and the Clash of Cultures expansion. I'm really looking. Forward <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. so those are. The, if you had to like, if I had to pick three that you know, I, I desperately want to see, then yeah, those are the three. And probably that order too. Maybe Clash of Cultures ahead of the Relic. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I really want Clash of Cultures to come out. 
But like Eldritch Horror, Clash of Cultures, and then that one. Yeah, that that'd be the route that I go with those. So, right. Joel, go cook your uh, hamburger helper and, and and feed your son. He yeah. loves you. He's starving. He is. He's he's clawing at the door. <laughs> Help. Um, for the for the seven of you that tuned in to listen to us, thank you very much. We 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 reached about twenty five at the peak. Really? Yeah. We need to. I don't know what we need to do. No, Maybe more people will come and they watch it later. I think it's just a timing thing. It, oh, it, hey, we got we got that big podcast coming up though too with um like Rodney and and uh, who else? Yeah, that's right. We're well, Geek Jock on uh, Geek All Stars podcasts. Uh, we'll be on that show. I'm not sure when it'll come out. Well, I think in the next couple of weeks we're going to. Can go I on can that. I ask you how did they even contact me? Did I agree to this at some point? No, I, I gave I gave. Uh, I gave <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all of a sudden, I get an email. It's like, thanks for thanks for wanting to be part of this. I was like, okay. Oh, <laughs> I didn't say you. I didn't say you agreed. I just said, yeah. Here's his email contact. Oh me. no, I I was under the impression that all of a sudden, yeah. Well, that's fine. That's fine. It'll be fun. I'll just I just like I said, I'll just need to know what's going on. You know. Yeah. Get the info, if you will. All right, my my brother. Um, I okay. I hey, just so you know, I think I'll be purchasing my Gen Con plane tickets next week. So. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's that's a definite. And then I'm supposed to bother you again about figuring out how to get to Grand Con in uh, in Michigan in September. Me? You? No. Yes. Sorry, Brian. I know I can't do Eddie it. Eddie Anderson said he'd put us up in his house. I know I can't. I got I got work time. That's the main thing. Vacation time. You don't. I need to telecommute. Yeah. Yeah. While I'm playing Elder Tour. Hey, well, we'll play with eight people, so there'll be a lot of downtime. <laughs> Checking in. <laughs> oh, is it my turn? <laughs> All right, Joel. Always a pleasure, man. I can't you wait too, to see you. Uh, I can't wait to see you in August. So, yes, sir. Um, we'll this again in the bottom on. Yes. Yes. Excellent. All right. Take care, my man. Bye bye. Okay. Bye, everyone. Thanks, everybody.